Hi, this is Sandra Fuller. Thank you so much for joining my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the art, the art of self-sabotage. I call it an art because some of us are so skilled at sabotaging ourselves. Now, it doesn't mean that you sabotage your whole life. Some of us are very successful in different areas of our lives. But Some of us are very, very skilled at this one thing, making sure it never grows. Boom. If it starts to grow, you will kill it. You will kill it. I know so many people that when things are going right in their life, it could be their business, it could be their relationship, they will kill it. Either, you know, they said the devil's got someone in their life. It could be someone that comes in and takes them off course. I know someone that happens to all the time. Just take some off course. (laughs) And I know people, I know women who are, and men, who are in great relationships. And all of a sudden, the relationship is dead. Because it was going too good. Like, things are going well. And all of a sudden, you start to feel weird about it. (laughs) How could it be so good? You got to kill it, right? Um, Or people who... I mean, there's just so many, so many ways that you can self, it could be procrastination. You're like, you procrastinate uh, in something, your term paper or whatever it is, and you just kill it. You kill your dream on the vine because you, you have committed self-sabotage. And a lot of times I find that it's someone else that comes in and triggers that, that feeling of. It could be self-worth. Uh, it, a lot of times it's self-worth. Uh, but whatever success or happiness that you're experiencing, it draws someone else in. And inevitably, that person either takes you off track or says something to you. The best one is someone coming in to tell you that, wow, they sow a negative seed. They sow a seed in your mind. They plant it right in there. And all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, I couldn't, I shouldn't be why am I? And then you start questioning your success. And all of a sudden your vision, your, your mission, that thing that you believe so strongly in before is now aborted, dead, dead on the vine. And that's because you listen to the wrong person or you allow the wrong person in your life. Someone, you know, I I know someone who always, anytime she gets to a level of success, someone comes in And that person talks her into something else. Now, she was doing really, really well building her business, building her vision. And then someone comes in and says, oh, I see something better for you to do over here. Or I can make this bigger and better, quicker. And all of a sudden, she's distracted. She's gone. And then she's starting over again because she aborted her vision. And it's self-sabotage because those people aren't coming to seek you. You're seeking them. You're actually seeking them because you're looking for a reason to, 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 to validate your thoughts about yourself because sabotage really is related to your self-worth. It's really connected to how you feel about yourself, how you feel about what you deserve in your life, what you don't deserve in your life. For, for, for people who have bad relationships repeatedly, it's not necessarily that the, the guy wasn't a good guy or whatever. It was just because your mind was... You're telling yourself things about what you deserve and what you don't deserve. And you're probably picking the wrong guy or creating the wrong circumstances repeatedly. So I really, I think this is interesting because it touches on so many levels and it's no respect of person. So 
You could be really successful in one area of your life. You could be a CEO of a really, really successful company, but you can't keep a, a, a relationship. Or you could have really good interpersonal relationships, but you can't keep a job. Why is that? Why is that? Or you can't graduate. You started many master's programs and you keep switching. You keep switching. Oh, I want to major in this or I want to, I want to switch to that. Like, why? <laughs> why don't you complete something? Why can't you finish that book? I think I kind of have a few books on my computer too. But you tell yourself, oh, I, I got to try this or I got to jump to something else before you complete this. It's procrastination and it's self-sabotage. And it's you doing things in your life that kills the dream, kills the vision, kills your happiness, kills your success that we want to focus on. And, and the idea is really not, it doesn't make you a bad person if you self-sabotage. It just means that you got to go back and redo it because you know how to be successful if you would stop killing your own vision. You know how to have a good relationship if you would allow yourself to have that relationship successfully. So we want to make sure that you don't continue the pattern or the habits that will cause you to self-destruct. And some of us do that just naturally because that's what we're used to doing. It's, it's become a habit in our lives. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three ways um, to get rid of self-sabotage. But there are many, many, many ways too. Um, and one thing I want to interject right here is that if you're, if you're, if these, if these are major issues for you, negative self-talk, procrastination, um, wanting to be perfect. If these are major issues for you, um, that you find that you're, it's affecting you on a deeper level, I would say you need to get professional help. I would say that you always need professional help because number one on my list is really self-reflection. You got to really figure out why you're creating these patterns of behaviors to cause you to self-sabotage. So for me, I I was having a great conversation with my son and we were having just, uh, this isn't about self-sabotage, but it was a moment of reflection for me where I was having... I was I was strong arming my son in a conversation because it was about politics and he was making a counter argument and I was like Argh! and I caught myself. I I got off the phone. We ended it. It was a great conversation. He didn't say a word to me about what I'm what I, what I started thinking about, which was why didn't you let him finish his thought? And and it bugged me, and I started reflecting on it, and so. What I did in my moment of self-reflection was, okay, I got to fix this. He hasn't said anything. Uh, we have this really great relationship, which is, which is wonderful. But I don't, want, I don't want my son to think that every time he opens his mouth to convey a thought or his feelings that, you know, someone, I'm going to react ah, one way or the other, good or bad. I wanted him as a man to voice his opinion. And then I listened to him and then... I gave my thoughts. I, I responded to him. And and I want him to have that even when he goes into his, his, his relationships with other women, that she values him enough to say, I want to listen to what you have to say. So that was my self-reflection. For, for other people, it may be different things. But self-reflection is really seeing yourself in different roles and understanding why you are the way you are and why you're doing what you're doing so you can fix them. And, and, and the next number two on my list is make small changes is directly connected to what I just said, because 
I my my small changes next time I have a conversation with my son, I'm gonna make sure I listen to him first. That's a small thing. My child probably didn't even recognize anything because I've that's how I've always been. And we have these really passionate conversations, especially around politics and culture. And we get into them and, and we love to have these debates, but I noticed he stopped and he started listening to me. Well, it could have been just I was saying some really good things, which I think I was. But at the same time, I I know it I know I felt worried about it because I I was reflecting on our conversation and I felt like I dominated the conversation when I should have been listening to him. So, to some people it's not a big deal, but to me in that moment it was, and so I'm going to make little changes in my relationship in this one area so that I could show him that I respect them. And so I think when we make little changes, it could be for you, it could be, you know, um, just meditating. Instead of, instead of running to people with your ideas, running to people with every thought, go and meditate. <laughs> go and let it, let it cement in you first. That's something I've had to do. I would come up with a great idea and I would immediately share it. And, and my, again, this is going to piggyback and transition into number three is reinforce your self-worth. Reinforce your self-worth is really valuing yourself. And even if you have to do um, words of affirmation, it's really understanding yourself because a lot of times we allow other people to define us. And some of that lack of self-worth, some of that inadequacy or those feelings come from other people projecting onto you. Uh, I, I, I've had people who I've worked with as clients who have had their vision aborted because they had told too many people or they said it when it was too soon. You hadn't developed it. And a lot of times if you talk to someone before they flesh an idea out, if you come to me, I'm a business advisor, you come to me with an idea, I'm going to pull my pad out and I'm going to pull my pen out and I'm going to start to break it apart. And I could, I could invariably see everybody's face. They, there's, a, there's a level of comfort because they know I'm going to help them to put it back together. But for some people, they're breaking your idea, your vision apart is to destruct it. There, there's no putting it back together. There's no, okay, so here's what I would do. I'm going to make sure that we write this plan and we execute this, or, you know, go to the back. None of that. It is but you don't have any money. How are you going to start a business and you don't have any money? How much does it cost to start a business like that? What you, and they start asking you questions to just, to, to just kill your spirit. And yeah, you should know those things. You should absolutely know those things. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really understanding yourself, your idea, your vision. There are experts who can help you with that. I can help you with that. Understanding the business elements but holding on to that vision, holding on. It's like when you're pregnant, you don't want to tell. I know when I was pregnant or most women when they're pregnant, you don't tell anyone until after that first trimester because it's likely that there's a possibility that it's not going to stick. It's not going to last. So you don't want to tell people, get their hopes up or whatever. You want to keep it a secret. You want to keep it private. That's the same way I think you should live your life with everything else. There are people that you tell your business to. There are people that you have in your inner circle. There are people that advise you. There are people that know too much about you that shouldn't know very much any or anything about you. 
because they're they're there they listen and they kill and that's what their job is their job is to listen and kill you you're in a new relationship and and they're single and you're getting on with your spouse or your new your new beau or your new girl and all of a sudden they're like why you gotta why you gotta talk to this person all the time he's controlling you she's con- and all of a sudden you have issues when you had no issues before and you had a really good relationship and now you're challenging your spouse but why you gotta call me all the time right well that seed was planted by someone else with a different motive or agenda and now you've taken it on um so i i think that's a big thing for me learning how to surround myself well, not just with yes people because i certainly have people in my life who will tell me the truth but they're not trying to kill my vision <laughs> they're telling me constructively what the truth is if 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 you tell me you you could tell me the truth constructively even if it's against what i'm thinking I'll take it under advisement is what I like to tell people. I'll take it under advisement. I take everything under advisement. You take your opinion under advisement because I don't have to take it. It's my choice. I don't let people advise me unless I feel like they understand what I'm saying. I don't I don't let people speak into my life. I don't let people define me. And that's really understanding your self-worth. If you understand your self-worth, If you understand who you are, then you won't let people come from the outside and infect you. Or you won't the counter to this is you won't let people you don't depend on people to build you up. You don't. You don't you don't need people to reinforce you. You need people to love you, you need people to support you, you need people to to cheer you on or you want it. You want it. but you don't need to be you don't need to to have people say your vision some of the best the most successful people in the world are some of the loneliest people cuz they carry their they carry their vision like an egg and they don't let anyone touch it it's like your newborn baby you wouldn't let someone come off the street come in off the street and start touching your baby your newborn baby picking up your baby, kissing on your baby. You wouldn't let anyone do that. You don't even let some of your family members pick up your newborn baby. You you cradle that baby, you protect that baby, you're very careful about how you touch it cuz it's fragile. Baby's so fragile. You want to make sure that you handle your baby with care. At least for a few months. And then the baby starts to get harder and stronger and then you can kind of release the baby take him out in public and allow people to look at him and breathe on him a little bit better no more right you don't do that you wouldn't do that but your vision is like your baby your ideas are like your baby your relationships are like your baby you want to let them mature you want to you want to give them a chance to grow and a lot of times you, you instead of doing that we allow people to come in and infect us and sabotage our relationships before they even have a chance to to spring up before so i think that's why self sabotage is really killing aborting and 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 killing our ideas our dreams our happiness our joy before it even has a chance to take life so i want to encourage you um if you have if you find yourself in the in the habit of sabotaging yourself if you find yourself in the habit of of doing things to prevent you from actually becoming successful um 
you're constantly in school, for example. You're, you're 50 years old and you're a professional student. You know, that sounds like it's great. You're going to school. You're doing something productive. But you have 10 degrees and you're not doing anything with any of them? That's a problem. So you got to really look at the things that you're doing in your life and make sure it makes sense for you, for your success, for your happiness. Don't allow anyone to, to, to poo-poo on it, right? Don't allow people to do that and build it up. But that's going to come from you building up your self-worth, your self-worth. The only person that's responsible for your self-worth is you. And that comes through self-reflection, just making little changes in your life. And little changes could be getting rid of a a lot of people. So let me just throw that in there too. Little changes just means like, doesn't mean to kick them out of your life, but, but don't share so much with them and really reinforce your self-worth. Make sure that you love yourself. You value yourself. You, if you, if, if I'm willing to work hard for something, I deserve it. I deserve it. Whether it's my degree or it's my, it's my family, you can work hard to put a really strong family foundation together. You're healthy. You have a healthy husband and you have healthy children. That takes work. That's not, that's not happenstance. And if you've worked really, really hard to make sure you have a solid, healthy home life, you want to protect that. Just like if you've, invested money into a business venture you want to protect it so you've got you you've earned it you've put the work you've you've developed something now you deserve to reap the benefits of it and you deserve to be happy you deserve to be successful because you've earned it so i want to make sure that you understand this if if this is deeper than you know just getting rid of some naysayers and and, and really understanding your self-worth. If you really struggle with your self-worth, that may be a deeper issue. Like I said earlier, you may want to get some professional help. You may want to talk to someone who has counseling background so they could get a little bit deeper into uh, some roots, deep-rooted issues as to why you feel like you don't deserve or your self-worth is so low. But if you're just just like everybody else, normal, but you do some silly things... You have some bad self-destructive behaviors. You know, this is some good tips. You can practice them. Get, you know, get into the habit of protecting your ideas. Get into the habit of self-reflection. Could be meditation, five minutes a day. You're good. Um, Really understanding why you make good decisions and why you make some bad decisions. It's not always someone else that's affecting you. Sometimes it's you. Understand why you don't, you make bad decisions and why you don't think you deserve to have what you want. Um, and then reinforce, reinforce those self, that your self-worth reinforce it. Um, so I hope this is helpful. I think that so many people are doing it. Um, and it doesn't even matter. I think this, there's no respect of persons here because you could really be successful in one area of your life and smooth sailing. And in another area could be a small area where this has some big consequences. So I want to make sure that you get rid of self-sabotage and you build yourself up and you get to have the happiness and the success that you so, so, so truly desire. Again, I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much. And let me know if you have any thoughts or stories about how you (laughs) self-sabotage yourself and, um, and we can talk more about it. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day.